0: Hey guys, and welcome to a very special mini sode This is something that we wanted to do for a while. I know that Juliet's been anxiously anticipating um, talking about this. Juliet, you start talking about Sanditon because Sanditon is a TV series that Juliet started right. watching and she was begging right. you to watch it. Well, with and her. it's
1: um it's based off the novel that Jane Austen was writing when she died. So she never finished. So it's an unfinished work that, you know, allegedly they were going to finish, which they haven't, by the way. You know, I kind of think the whole thing about not doing the second season, I'm like, is this a PR stunt because Jane Austen didn't finish the novel? They're like tricking us and then they're gonna finish it later
0: and like <laughs> suddenly give us a second season. <laughs> Because these assholes are pissing me off. I don't off. know. Maybe it wasn't. I'm not sure because for context, um, Juliet started watching Sanditon basically with the rest of the world. Um right. I was avoiding Twitter. Like, the plague, because I was like, um, wow, maybe I should not make that joke because we were kind of in the middle of a plague right now. <laughs> oh, no. yeah, but, That's <laughs> not even funny. Um, that's really terrible. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> so I was avoiding Twitter for spoilers because I did mm-hmm. want to watch Sanditon. But Juliet was like, no, I have to watch it now. And so Juliet's watching it as episodes are coming out. And she just yeah, like, oh, my God, I just out. wanted – To talk to you about this episode. I'm like, I'm not watching it until all of them are out. (laughs) So, much to my terrible, terrible devastation, after the last episode comes out, everyone's like, oh my God, it ended like that. And there's no second season. And so I heard all about that. I I heard all about that there was a cliffhanger, and Juliet was absolutely freaking out. Like, she was just like, I
1: was. I'm not even kidding. I was, I was angry. And Kevin was like, are, are you shitting me? You're still ma- mad about saying I'm like, yes. I'm like, don't even talk to me. <laughs>
0: like, just oh, no. She I was, was angry
1: irately. for a while. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm still upset about it. I mean, I've, I'm cooled down. I'm not but, sure you
0: know. if it was just kind of like... Because, hey, let, I mean, everyone knows it by this point. Hopefully, if you're listening to this mini-sode, you've already seen it. But Sanditon right. is a little bit more risque than any of the other Jane Austen yeah, adaptations. Yeah. They were allowed to have a lot more freedom with it just because this was unfinished. And I felt like it was more like a more modern-day, not modern because it wasn't modern at all, but I felt like it was more modern-day characterizations than I think any so of the previous Jane Austen characters. Um, right. At least as they were they they were much more free in expressing like you know their sexual adventures, um, right? Well, and I even think any of other I adaptation, think,
1: right? When I think of like I just watched um *Sense and Sensibility* um the BBC mm-hmm. version,
0: and which like, was also produced by the person who did this Sanditon as well, right?
1: Asshole, Andrew I'm Davis. sorry
0: Okay, no, I love him. It's not his it's, fault. It's not his fault. I It's it's not just- his choice. The broadcast
1: network, whoever needs to get off their ass, like and do something because I'm just done with it. But anyway, no, he's done a wonderful job. But I think about um, the BBC version of uh, Sense and Sensibility. And, you know, and of course, even in the novels, in the Jane Austen novels, there's allusions to Willoughby. I mean, obviously, Willoughby impregnated this girl, but they never even go much into it. It's just like it's off off page, off camera. He's done right, this exactly. terrible thing, to this ter- girl, and it's all closed very closed door
0: scene. Closed door scene. British. So we don't really get much. Yeah, accent. it's very
1: Britishy, closed off. And how dare he, Willoughby? You know, whatever. And he, <laughs> he is girl, a terrible guy. But like in in sanitan we get like um a hand job hand on screen. <laughs> we get like sex in the um, foyer or whatever the master room is, wherever it is, and.
0: Can we talk about this scene first of all? First of all, without any like context getting into characters, but there is a sex scene where they do it on this like this like you know sitting room, but like the floor is tiled yeah. like a mosaic, like in a yeah, huge surface. Like it's something. just like yeah, it like, is Hello. bizarre and I love it. I fucking <laughs> love get, it. Please
1: yeah, and I like also the bottom it it. in that scene.
0: <laughs> oh my god. It's it's uh, honestly wonderful because it's just so unexpected, but it still has that Jane Austen feel, like the characters. It does. You it know, I mean it's Theo J- I remember Juliet was talking to me saying, I can't wait to talk to you about this this uh this series before, you know, it got cancelled. I mean she's still excited right. to talk about it tonight, but She was excited because, you know, she said that Theo James's character Sydney, he is um, Darcy Uh on steroids, and that's what Juliet had told me. Like he's Darcy, but like maxed. And I was like, oh,
1: oh, really? Yeah,
0: because I love Darcy. Amped up. I actually just watched Mm -hmm. um, Pride and Prejudice last night. Um, and y'all know my favorite is the more recent one with Keira Knightley and Matthew McFadden. (laughs) McFadden. Oh my God. Listen, I went through a whole yeah. BuzzFeed thread where they talked about how um <laughs> the hand, the, the hand flex, the hand flex is what yeah. sex was made of. Like it it invented oh, sex because it's God. so highly yeah. sexual. It's amazing. Yeah, but anyway, so Theo James's character is definitely Darcy on steroids and uh-huh. I really love his character. So let's get into the characters and Yeah, let's start talking about the, going show. Let's talk about the show. So, our heroine um, is Charlotte Haywood, and she is the daughter of, you know, like, a a person of, like, the gentry. They're, like, farmers, landowners, but not, like, super rich or anything, you know, and they have, like, 11 kids. It reminds me of the Bennett household, pretty much, you know, but even with more children and more farm 11 children. Exactly. (laughs) And so, um, there was this carriage that was on the road and it uh, was going way too fast and they had like a little accident and Mm -hmm. Charlotte and her siblings are there on hand to rescue these people and it's the Parkers. It's Tom and Mary and the person who plays Tom I couldn't, I was like why is he so familiar? And so I had to go (laughs) look it up and Tom is actually one of the characters in Love Actually which I absolutely love this movie and he's the character where he's obsessed with America and he wants to come to America (laughs) and like America has the most beautiful women or whatever, and it was yeah, such he was a funny and, yeah. I fucking love it. <laughs> he has the same... His character, Tom's... uh His character in Sanditon, Tom, has, like, the same energy as yeah. his character in Love Actually. Yeah. Like, very, like, yeah. just, like, optimistic, like a little yeah. puppy dog, optimistic like, bouncing Dreamer. off the walls. No. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Dreamer yeah. 100... Yeah. Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. And so he and his wife are so grateful and they're like, oh, you must come see the town Santaton It's just like the most beautiful thing you've ever beheld. It's going to be like the most um, visited place for tourism, stuff like that. Basically, he is super proud of this town. and. Right. Tom wants this city, Sanditon, the seaside resort, to be like the resort for people to vacation to, basically. And that's like his dream. Yeah,
1: he's building up construction
0: shops and all these
1: things so that it will be this, you know, go-to place for all the –
0: aristocrat He has dreams. Come. It's definitely not right. there yet, but he has right. dreams. It's definitely like a run down town. Um he yeah. really goes there right now. And he's looking side. for investors. Like- <laughs> right. 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 He's looking for investors. And let's talk about <laughs> his investor, Lady Denim, which I love it oh because Jason always has these characters and uh Lady yeah. denim gave me like really, really strong uh Lady like Catherine, Catherine Burbard. Yeah, definitely. Like, absolutely. absolutely. She yeah. channeled that shit. Like she spoke her mind and she was very <laughs> like offensive in a uh, lot of things that it's she said. And it's like, you just wanted somebody <laughs> to be like shut the fuck up. Oh my God. Yeah. But yeah. she wasn't like evil. She was just like, you know, one of those old guard, you know, her way is the right way of yeah. thinking type well, of and al- thing. And also blood will out sort of thing, you know,
1: like you stay in your <laughs> yeah. place wherever you're born. Whatever I really did
0: enjoy into. her Frank speaking about her relatives who were like waiting for her to die. <laughs> um, and they're all like, just talking horrible. Yes. but she tells she tells charlotte she's just like oh yeah this and so she introduces um like this is charlotte's first meeting with lady denim and she just like going like off her rocker about all this stuff and so we meet um miss clara brereton which is one of her relatives and um she this character Uh starts off this like this show and you see It's almost like she puts off this very naive vibe on par with Charlotte's character. And I'm wondering, as the season progresses, you get to see, you know, different facets of her character. And I'm wondering if the second that she met Charlotte, that she just pegged her for like this naive country girl and just like, yeah, I'm going to play that up. You know what I'm saying? Right. And because she has so many faces and I wasn't expecting it. I think. Wow clara burton and something. Uh, uh, which is one of uh lady denim's um relatives i think lady Denham's relatives were some of the most interesting characters definitely to just like watch them yeah. evolve one of yeah one of my yeah one of my
1: favorites was esther Denham.
0: oh my god esther let's talk about the the step siblings let's talk about the step siblings yes
1: yeah. So I can I can also I can also tell you that one of my uh, UK friends, and I can't remember which one it is, had told me that the reason it did not do well, because that was one reason the series was canceled, was that um, it aired first in the UK and it did not do well because there were so many complaints about the ancestral relationship between Edward and Esther, even though their step brother and stepsister, you know, it's still right? taboo, right? you know. So, um, and even in this world, they they hide their affection for each other, you know. So yeah,
0: but I think it was done so, yeah. so well though too, because by the end of it, you really it. got a sense that like Esther was kind of just enamored of Edward and under his, you know, kind of yes. like spell, and she finally got out of it at the end. And yes. it, like, I yes. rooted for her so fucking hard. Me and too. And she me she too. is one of the only characters. In season one. That I feel like had a complete arc. That I was absolutely satisfied. I totally agree. I totally agree. I was thinking the same thing. And that
1: like Charlotte Haywood. Like we definitely see some transformation. From little naive farm girl in the beginning. Then we see she's she's got a little feistiness into her. And a little backbone you know. Right. But Esther is the one. We see the full transformation from. She is seduced basically by Edward. And, and like you said. In his Tra- trap
0: so to speak and she can't seem to get out from underneath him right it's like her behavior is kind of reflected of, of what he's doing and she just like she basically right. wants she him... thinks he loves yeah right exactly and like and oh he, would, he loves like this that. like you know feisty crazy part of me so i'm gonna play that up but then when she realizes that his love is very you know conditional and um not always true on the then she realizes yeah right. exactly very dependent on right. the inheritance that he claims that he's going to share with her and they're going right. to be together after they inherit uh lady denim's money and there comes a point she realizes she's
1: duped by, where she is you know, yes you know.
0: oh my goodness i'm going to get to that scene later because it's one of my favorite scenes in the entire series but um so let's talk a little bit about Charlotte. And so she meets Tom Parker's family. Tom right. has a She's couple of siblings. Yes. she. He, mm-hmm. Tom has a couple of siblings. He has his brother, Sydney, who's very like worldly. And like, he just like knows a lot of things. He has a lot of connections with people and he likes right. to spend time in like London and high society and whatnot. So Sydney, Sydney is definitely like a big, you know, big um yeah. socialite kind of person. Yeah.
1: He, Sydney's Sydney's definitely like the the hot bachelor around the London ton. Yes. And then
0: then he has Arthur and and Diana.
1: (laughs) The comic relief, y'all. They're basically. They are
0: hypochondriacs. They they think everything is wrong with them. They they play up their characters to the nth degree of being like completely silly but endearing at the same time yeah, i, so I enjoyed I, arthur's character even though he kind of like reminded say. me of this golden retriever puppy that i was just like oh my god settle <laughs> down just settle down
1: exactly he's
0: very much like that and
1: i thought i loved arthur too and i even loved when he was um like affectionate to miss lamb and i remember at one point he's even toward the end of the uh the season where he's dancing with miss lamb and just having fun right diana's sister's like i can see that you're gonna get married now and run off and leave me i'm gonna be alone he's like um no dear i think i think um that's never going to happen, you know, like don't worry. Yeah. And it almost, it almost gave me vibes. Like I was wondering, is he thinking he's going to be single or is he actually gay? And he just enjoys the company of women,
0: you I know, know.
1: Because
0: I, kind of I, couldn't get, I, I felt like I couldn't get a real handle on his character just because there's so many different yeah. characters that you're exploring. This is only season one. And so of course some characters ha- get yeah. more focus than the others. And I felt like he was definitely something that was underexplored. Mm-hmm, right. And if we had a second season, we could tell you all of these answers that we have questions yeah, for. Right, I hope that there's such an outcry in the US being like, I want that. That's it's honestly. picked up some some sort of way. Oh, and cast I, with the same characters because they're just honestly wonderful and I love them. So let's talk about um Charlotte and Sydney's first meeting. So they're like walking on the cliffs, and um Mary's walking with um Charlotte, and Sydney comes around and he's very like brusque and very just like no nonsense, kind of like <laughs> It's not even really greeting yes. her properly, and Mary just like don't mind weird. him. That's just how he is. Like don't mind goes, him. Is this your, is this your m- new maid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and Mary
1: goes Sydney, like you know, calls him out. Like no, this is Miss Charlotte, whatever you know. And it's just like oh, mm, you know, it so was yeah. super mm. like mm. I said, Darcy esque,
0: but like amped up almost you know? like Darcy <laughs> and um Geralt um he's a man of few yeah. wor- words and he goes like mmm, a lot right. you know what i'm saying anyway so this translates to so Charlotte was in the company of Esther Denham and Esther's basically giving her the download on what she thinks about everybody in Sanditon and none of it's good like it's like sh- you think she's about to say something positive but then it's all negative it's just like Everyone's terrible. And then she just like, oh, this place. And Charlotte's like, Oh, yeah, it's lovely. And she's like, It's so dreary, it's so terrible. It's terrible. And like, I know. Charlotte's, like, Charlotte's oh, like I know. Charlotte's like Pollyanna but, and Esther's like Eeyore. Yeah, but but at the first ball that they hold in Sanditon, um, she ends up on the balcony alone with Sydney and she makes conversation with nice. him. Yes. And mm-hmm. It's sort of influenced by what she was listening to from Esther because she was just, like, talking about how, like, she can't really get a handle on Sydney's character. And she was just talking about, you know, that it's very hard to know a person upon first meeting. And she's struggling with that. And she doesn't know how to really express it. And he was wondering, like, oh, so what do you think about, like, all the people in Sanditon? And she goes on to kind of repeat parrot the stuff that Esther was saying. And that was the wrong move because she ends up by saying nothing bad. I mean, it's definitely. It's kinda,
1: she, she makes um Tom out to sound a little bit too dreamer ish and kind of silly. Yes. Like he's going to stand it
0: Yes, you know, like and so Esther said, he was going to bankrupt himself, and she feels sorry for his wife. And Charlotte doesn't go as far as that, but just says like, you know, he's very eager, but he's not really like he's not really thinking logically about things right. that should be time at home. Exactly, right. and just like you know, I worry that his head's too much in the clouds, and he's not really focusing on what needs to be done, and he just kind of ignoring some of the important things. Anyway, yeah, and so Sydney, Sydney turns around oh, and snaps. So he's like, mean. "He is so mean, y'all!" But, I mean, just like. But- I, I told,
1: told Juliet, it he
0: makes,
1: he makes her cry. You know, yeah,
0: I told Juliet, I was like, I don't blame him because it's like, who are you? Like, who are you? Yeah, you're, you're coming to this brother. town. You're coming and talking about all these people that you've known for like what a couple of days. And just like, right. I, I don't know. He wasn't, I don't think he was expecting her to say that. And so I was just kind of like, that was kind of a naive for her to say. And so. Yeah. I was yeah. I was definitely on his side to an extent yeah. that I was just like yeah. that was a dumb move Charlotte. <laughs> You know? Yeah, I think she was,
1: yeah, she really stepped her foot in her mouth. I, I didn't, I wasn't angry with him at all, even though it was obvious he has a little bit of a temper issue. But oh, yeah. again, also, it's like, Charlotte, you're talking about the man who's ingratiating you into his home, like he has welcomed you into his home right. and is basically giving you lodging and showing you this new life, you know, here in Sanditon. And you're mm-hmm.
0: kind of like making
1: fun of him. So yeah, yeah exactly. Not a good thing and That's i think move. she
0: might have just been caught up in her first ball as well um but right, it's not right. really an excuse but she, she she learns she learns from this and she does Definitely. grow we just i would say the first season we see charlotte taking the first steps into just becoming so her own side. woman yeah, again
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And
0: we just saw this like starting to happen. And Mm -hmm. I think she becomes more cautious as well because whenever there her and Mary go visit Lady Denham and they catch um Edward Denham and Clara in the forest and Clara's giving Edward a (laughs) handjob. And she's like, oh, my God. But no, she's so She doesn't even know what
1: he, they're doing. She has no, no clue what's you can actually. No, but feel
0: done. that it was something you know, that it wasn't it supposed was to be dirty, happening.
1: But, yes. like, I guess she couldn't fully see what where her hand was. And her just being. It's so funny. It's, it's just like, girl. you know, whenever you no come clue.
0: across, like, an intimate scene, even though you don't right. know everything that's happening, you can still right. feel that vibe. And that's what she felt.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I love though the later scene at the ball when Miss Uh Brereton's like, you know, well, you know, I had to do that with him to keep from going any further. She's like, if you know what I mean. And she goes, so
0: this was I'm one sorry. of the things I, that I, I Clara, Clara, tricked me the most out of any character in this series. Oh yeah. Agreed. I was like, mm-hmm. at first I thought she was like super naive, and then I was like, oh, maybe she is in a position where she's being taken advantage of, but. Right. She really is the most devious person in this yeah. series. Oh, she, she 100%. percent i you be like, "Oh my god.
1: She is She's an evil snake." snake, snake in the grass. <laughs> yeah. She is
0: so she bad. Wait. let's talk
1: about but, one of the things she did. Let's talk about what she did with uh, Dr. Fox,
0: okay? Oh, Dr. Fox. Talk about Dr. <laughs> Fox, okay? First of all, I love <laughs> I his name, it's, Dr. It's, Fox. It's, he's German. It's, and whenever Tom few, in like Fox Fuchs. Fuchs. Whenever Tom says, oh, he's like, he's been searching for a physician. Like, that's how he ran into uh, Charlotte in the first place. They were trying to uh, find a physician to be at the Seaside Resort. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so he's telling Lady Denim, because he needs her approval. She's the money behind all this operation. That, oh, yeah, I found this most world-renowned doctor, Dr. Fox. And, like, Lady Denim's like, "Mm, I'm not (laughs) sure I like that name. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I love That's this name, Dr. Fox. So it's funny. fucking amazing. I know. So, y'all, so he
1: does this de- – he does a demonstration of many things at the house. And, of course, I love that Arthur and Diana are, like, the guinea pigs, putting, like, creams and waxes and pastes, like, all Believing, over the Believing, like,
0: everything, like, the bowels of, like, <laughs> yes. sheep guts, whatever. Like, they were, like, all in I feel it. I don't know, just, like stop. I feel
1: wonderful from this. Well, then the, she he sets up this
0: steam bath. It's basically – A bath, a hot bath. It's a shower. It's a shower. There's a shower shower nozzle. I thought, I thought, please tell me, please tell me you did not think the same thing. I swear to God. I thought she was going to take the shower head and start, like, masturbating it's in masturbating. front of everybody. I thought she <laughs> no, was. Only I, I was like, think that. I was like oh, my God. She's, she's totally she's totally going to do that. But she didn't. She's like, oh, the possibilities
1: of this. <laughs> so basically, guys, she's behind a screen, a shower screen, where everybody else is sitting in the room listening to her behind the screen. Um And she sees like the water heater. And and at this moment, she feels like she's losing uh, Lady Denim's patronage or whatever. She physically sizzles her own skin, burns herself on the heater, blames the poor doctor. The doctor's like, I have no idea how she would have gotten burned because she pretends like she was burned from like the spout.
0: Right. Because Lady Denim made a statement saying that she does not like modern contraptions and so Clara thought, doesn't, saw doesn't her like opening and she was modern like modern. yes let's let's give her let's give Lady Denim a reason to have my back right. she already doesn't like modern contraptions so if I'm hurt by it maybe she'll be like more caring towards me and be like oh my dear I'll take care of you whatever yeah because she's fighting she's
1: fighting over affection and attention from Lady Denim with um Edward Esther. and Esther and Edward. You know, right. So, which can I just um, say this
0: too, as well? Because this is my first thought about Edward, and I wrote it down because I was just like, yeah, he's so funny. Looking. And he's almost like a creepy (laughs) version of Paul Bettany's Chaucer from A Knight's Tale. Have you ever seen A A Knight's Tale? (laughs) Yeah, I have. I have. He's like a creepy version of that character. He's like a creepy, I don't like him character. But he has like the same weird energy as Paul Bettany's character does. But anyway... But he does look great with his shirt off. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean he's fine to look at, but just like him, yeah. I mean, he's very weird. <laughs> he's so weird. Oh, it's
1: yeah, his the personality is way weird. And and he even gets sort of like I remember the first time he met Charlotte, I'm like, Charlotte, ooh, step back. Like Oh gross. yeah.
0: And just and like I, Lady Denim's like so all concerned. about matching him with somebody and whenever they right. have a girl, Miss Lamb an heiress. She's an heiress. She has, like, mm-hmm. so much money, but she's mixed, and right. so she's causing a stir, and she also just so happens right. to be Sydney's ward, and it's just, like, there's a bunch of mystery surrounding Miss Lam. It's, like, it's so hard to talk oh, about yeah. Miss Lam, because I felt like it was just, like, there's scratching so the surface on. in season one. She was another oh, one I of the characters too. where I felt like it was just beginning. She really didn't get, like, too right. much to do. She was basically did not want to be there right. the entire time and she was trying to find a way to escape. Um, right. Cause she was in love with um, another man who was back in London. I can't remember his right. name. Right. And Sydney didn't want her to be taken advantage of because she has so much money. So you have to be able, you have to protect right. her from people who just right. want to marry her because of her fortune.
1: Right. And see, that's the other thing. Like we basically, all we know is that Miss Lamb's father, who passed away, gave basically the protection of her to him until she reached the age of like, I don't know if it was 21 or 22 or whatever it was. So he's like in charge of her and she's just like, the worst rebel- rebellious child ever you know she doesn't want to do anything but what yeah I, I mean she's love- like your
0: typical your typical teen who's just kind of like right. don't tell me what to do don't tell me how to live my exactly. life and yeah. you know she's around all these people who aren't very nice that scene where right you know I mean, lady, lady denim hosts, hosts a dinner for her and she's terrible says all these terrible things about her like um, oh, Ms. Lamb had made a welcome. comment about like she, servitude yeah. or whatever. And she's like, but don't you. Aren't you used to that kind of thing? Oh, my God. I wanted to absolutely yeah. slap her. And I'm really horrible. cool. Was, I loved how Charlotte awful. stood up for her as well, like didn't back down. And, you know, but I just felt like Miss Lamb's well, character that's was what one I of those characters that I wanted to see blossom, you know, in season two. Like I wanted it's to see her take control definitely. of her life. Yeah, I felt like she definitely like learned a
1: hard lesson in season yes. one and that we're yes. going to see her grow in season two. You know, and what I did love the most about Miss Lamb was her and Charlotte's friendship because it really made Charlotte stand up for Miss Lamb, you know, even though she was kind of doing things probably not the best way behind Sydney's back, but she felt right. like she wanted they were good friends. They were good yes. confidants to each other and they both needed each other. Do you know what I
0: mean? Exactly. Yes, exactly. She was definitely on Miss Lamb's side. She thought that Sydney was being Overbearing and not right. letting Miss Lamb, you know, uh, Miss Lamb was in love with this man, and why would you not let her right. be with the person that she loves? Right. And so she takes it upon herself to help her sneak away and stuff like right. that. And so right. that also doesn't bode well for the Charlotte and Sydney right. relationship. Right. But one of the funniest <laughs> scenes was whenever she was uh, mimicking him, like she was doing oh an impression of Sydney, and he shows was up best. and he's just like, "Oh yeah, he continue, goes, no please, Miss Haywood." Yeah,
1: please, Miss would continue. What else do I say? That was it one is of the, the best scene ever. It the best things. I
0: loved it cuz Theo James. I loved it, loved listen, it. Theo James was made <laughs> to wear this regency period clothing. What I don't, did know, I I don't What? Did I tell really you? I don't often find guys really sexy because okay, Julia oh can back me up. This is one of my least favorite time periods for clothing. It sucks. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate it. Yeah. I think they're yeah. absolutely unflattering on both men and yeah. women. Um, but yeah. somehow Theo James pulls it off. He looks
1: beautiful. He is. I told stu- you that. I remember. I remember messaging you. I was like Theo James and his historical wear is the most stunning thing I have ever seen. That he on top absolutely of his is. Rudy Major. And his full sensuous lips. His lips. I mean, I just, his lips. <laughs> can we just can we just talk about his mouth for a moment? Because that man, he's so okay, broody. Just,
0: he has the most broodiest expressions so I've ever seen in my life, and you just want to kiss him yeah. because his lips are just so fucking out there. And I'm just like, oh my, oh my God, gosh. I fucking love him. I know. He can do no wrong. And then, of course, he has like some sexy shirtless scenes in the sea.
1: Oh my gosh, y'all! It reminded me of like the Colin Firth scene and um and the uh, old BBC version of Pride and Prejudice. You know, for me, you know, I I am
0: biased because I like the newer (laughs) version of Pride and Prejudice and Colin Firth. Colin Firth, um, lake scene doesn't do it for me because, like, I don't know, Colin Firth. I love Colin Firth, but he doesn't do it for Uh me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love him as an actor, but it doesn't turn me on to see Colin Firth in the lake.
1: I just feel like they recreated that scene, but way, way,
0: way hotter because he's like shirtless um, in the ocean. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and there's also like, you <laughs> so know, like, the happy trail going down. And so I'm just like, oh um, yes, I thought we were going to see ass. We did not see ass. And I was I disappointed. Really,
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I will I was say. Like, Where will is say, it? By the time we get to
0: the one kiss, which is
1: like an episode seven, um, it is one of the sexiest kisses Ever, it is just awesome on the cliffside. It's romantic. It is like so lovely. So let's start talking
0: about like the changing of Charlotte and Sydney's relationship. So first of all, because this is kind of lovers. Yeah, Charlotte's kind of going through an evolution. She decides to help Tom with all of his plans. Like, she's kind of right. um, good at organizing things, and she decides to help Tom with all of that. And she actually knows a lot about architecture, which I yeah. absolutely love. This is one of my favorite things, and I was like, I want yes. it to be explored more. Like, I could see Charlotte, like, seasons from now, like, being, like, a lady architect and, like, a lady designing towns. Well, and that's the other thing
1: is she befriends Mr. Stringer, who is the architect. Of Reba- okay. If the Theo James wasn't Pan. Theo
0: James, I would be Mr. Stringer. <laughs> I would be in his corner because he was, he was hot. And they hot, had a connection. Way hot. But yes. Theo James is on the scene. So Theo James, James just takes Y'all, the cake. This
1: is a, this is a tough triangle because he's obviously in love with Charlotte. He is so in love so with Charlotte. Endearing. he's so beautiful. endearing. is so endearing. I love him. Oh, my God. I'll take does.
0: him. I'll take him.
1: <laughs> so – that when they what do they play it's not what do they play on the beach it's not cricket is it what do they play they call it something
0: i can't remember is it it's not some cricket? game they
1: play they Maybe just play on cricket. the beach i don't know yeah they're just playing on the beach but that scene that whole episode was so fun to see the dynamic between charlotte and mr stringer and charlotte and sydney like sydney yes seeing exactly that, oh, other men are finding her attractive and wait a second here you know i have feelings you know it's like such a good scene i love it is episode.
0: really it, it's it's honestly it's one of the good tipping points of their relationship as well because now since they've had so many head-on collisions like he and charlotte have had these collisions um multiple right. times where you know She said something to offend him and then he flies off the handle first and she just like, look, I was just trying to apologize. So by this time, whenever they're having the game against like the the working class and the more upper echelon people on the beach. Charlotte yeah. wants to be in on the game and she's like Mr. Stringer's encouraging her and you know Theo's kind of like being like, Oh, this is how you do it. And she was like, Excuse me, I know how to fucking do it. Like, back away. Like I, I loved, loved it. I because loved it's like they got to a point where Charlotte didn't care about his opinion anymore. Yeah. Like, at least he, not outwardly he- toward him. And <laughs> she was just like, back the fuck off. And he was like, know, whoa.
1: He's he's, he's like, Whoa. Keep your arms straight. She goes, I know what I'm doing. I know. Yes. This, and this is where we see, like, the farm girl. You know what I mean? Who's, yes. who's played this game? She's and this is where our brothers and sisters Sydney, She's she like, she's oh, it's oh. awesome. She's talking back to me. Like, and then she, she wins the game, wins the game for them. Yes. I mean, yes. it was awesome. It was so awesome. Good. So I, good. So, this is where we good. definitely see Sydney turning the table. Yeah. Yes. So, of course, we need to mention also that in the background of Sydney's past is that he was once betrothed and the woman left him uh, and married another and became Mrs. Campion.
0: Okay? Yes, Mrs. Campion. So this is
1: all we know, that he's had this heartbreak in the past. And it's obvious, like, it's hinted at several times, mm-hmm. but we never get the full story. Only that basically she chose money over him, over a love match. Yeah. Okay. So, of course, we yeah. hate her,
0: right? Yeah, we hate her. Yeah. We hate her. And that's even so before she even we, comes on the scene. Right,
1: before she comes on the scene. So we get to and I know this is an episode the, six. The next ball. The next ball. Episode. Yes. The next <laughs> ball. I've rewatched this episode so much. Listen, many times.
0: even Can before even before I watched it, Juliet was like, after she watched this particular episode, I remember this <laughs> so clearly. That night she was like, Jessin, Jessin, this is the best thing ever. I'm immediately going watch this episode again and I'm just like, oh, it has to be like some sort of, you know, like they're finally noticing each other kind of scene. And so I already – she hyped up this episode so much that I was just like, where is it? Where is it? And it did not disappoint. It was beautiful. (laughs) Beautiful. So, Juliet, tell us about the scenery.
1: Okay. So, first of all, the scenery in the ballroom scene is magical it's like glitter and gold and just the lighting is stunning the i mean it's just like the most opulent beautiful ball like when i read some of our novels our historical romance novels and they describe some of these lush beautiful well-lit rooms with the chandeliers and all the stuff that's what i imagine this this kind of you know and it's even um a little bit of a
0: Yes. For a while. Uh Everything was like gold and and beautifully lit. Like everything was like warm. And I just like, it was the perfect romantic ambiance for this ball. It was beautiful. And in
1: addition to the scenery um, and the gowns and everything else, and the gentleman and Theo James and his (laughs) tuxedo, whatever, (laughs) but was the the dances that they did i felt that that dance between theo between sydney and charlotte was so beautiful i and got the so same sensual. vibes
0: as the scene with the 2005 pride, pride prejudice. and prejudice that scene yes, between absolutely. uh lizzie and darcy yes. where like the whole room faded away yes. and it was just them like you get that yes. same connection mm-hmm. between yes. sydney and charlotte mm-hmm. like You feel it. You feel the sensuality. And it like overwhelms Charlotte to the point where she like goes and like withdraws to to, like, you know, the the ladies' retiring room. (laughs) Retiring room. <laughs> well and, and I love to see so faithful. This woman. She's it's so faithful yes. that she meets this this woman and you know, okay, so Charlotte, she just like speaks her mind and this is like one of the times where right. like she's feeling so overwhelmed and she's just talking. She's a chatterbox, and so a she's stranger. just talking this, to this, this random yeah. fucking woman yeah. Yeah. who just so happens mm-hmm. to be someone of influence. Her name's Susan, um was yeah, it Worcester? I cannot. Pr- I, always, I don't know. It's she's just basically the mistress
1: of the, uh, she's the mistress of the Prince Regent, which Charlotte doesn't know at this point. But basically no. her identity is definitely
0: secretive hidden. as mm-hmm. of now. Yeah. But you know that she's someone of importance and she takes you an immediate tell. liking to Charlotte
1: yes yes and it's great and she even tells her she's the one who tells her well you're in love that's what yeah this is about. She's it sounds like what? you're in love with him and she's like i cannot like, no, be in love with him no and then of course he pops in and is like you know you know may i have the stands if you're I not love- and, and she was so like awesome. and you must be
0: mr sydney you must be mr <laughs> sydney you absolutely must it's, it's, it's just so awesome it is it's so, so good. good That that
1: episode's one of my favorites it's just oh so good so
0: guess who but else is then, at the ball, y'all? But then <laughs> she comes to ruin it.
1: Yes. Ruin so it. after this beautiful, beautiful um, dance, then she dances with Tom. And Tom says, yes, there's." Um, I see that Sydney has um, enthusiasm and a smile on his face again. And a I think sparkle in his eye. La- because of a certain lady. And Charlotte's like, oh, really? Like, who could that be? And she's sort of like <laughs> smiling like, oh, my Lushing. gosh. She goes, well, of course. It's Mrs. Campion who he's talking to right now, his, you know, first love and we're like, "Oh my god. Who is recently widowed, bitches, y'all?" Oh. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, we hate her okay we, we hate fucking her. We hate, her. hate her because you know what she's an insecure little bitch who left Sydney mm-hmm. in the first place and then whenever she realizes right. that she has some competition she is the oh, most conniving back bitch. backhanded compliments like towards yeah. Charlotte I she's hate, her type, I hate yeah. her type of person I hate her type of person because she really makes Charlotte feel bad about being naive even though I think yeah. that Charlotte's naive I think that she has some learning to do but the way but you don't belittle people in in an open audience she she makes Charlotte feel so bad and she makes these cutting remarks towards Charlotte in the guise of like oh I'm just joking and I'm just like no no you're completely jealous you are insecure about sydney's affections because she does witness that sydney is hanging around her there's this this scene where they're getting ready for this event that charlotte helped put on and sydney's like i need your help balancing the rowboat because there's going to be a rowboat competition a race and holy fucking shit first of all rowing i think is sexy it's fucking sexy. Yeah. I love forearms. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, but, but I, I, before I love that scene that boat, scene though. before before the racing scene. Whenever it's just Charlotte and Sydney in the boat, it is so. Quiet, but so sexually charged because oh he helps her row. And so there's like hand on top of hand and like they're rowing. And so they're like, they're you know, pushing each into each other and pulling. And <laughs> oh it's just like, God, yeah. you can see the connection. And of course, Miss Campion's on the side yeah. of the riverbank and she like calls Sydney. And I'm just like, back off, bitch. <laughs> We're having a I moment know. here. Stop.
1: Leave them alone. They're having an interlude. Stop it.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. And of course, so, she does everything so. in her power to undermine Charlotte's position. Oh, yeah,
1: and this whole, like, uh, what's it called, a regatta, where they do all these competitions and these mm-hmm. uh, boating events and whatever, it brings in all of these, the upper echelon comes, Susan, the Prince Regent's mistress comes. Like, Oh bring, my goodness, I and mean, it's I think everything. it's so amazing how perfect. she immediately
0: goes toward Charlotte, and she's just like, oh yes, I came to see Charlotte. Like, there's no yeah, no nobody who's never been yeah. to Sanditon before, and all yeah. of a sudden, Charlotte's the reason why yes. these big name people are coming down here, or and Charlotte. it is, it is... Is
1: and absolutely it's huge, amazing! Yes, it's a huge success, you guys. Huge success, and in sh- Sydney, even tells Charlotte, you know, he
0: wants to speak with her like later. Okay, yes, and then and so we're kind of left with that. So at that point, after um, after the rowing competition, with which Mister Stringer won. Um, Oh, I know. So This cute. is whenever Miss Campion decides oh. to start cutting away at Charlotte. And mm-hmm. it's so sad, though, because, like, Sydney, he's sitting there and he's listening to this. And you cannot hide the fact that what Miss Campion's doing, like, she's doing – she's coming from a place of insecurity. Right. And she's definitely being mean. It's yeah. definitely, know, disguised she's as, like, her oh, I'm obviously. just, like, I'm just playing around. Like, oh, this isn't serious. Oh, I didn't mean to offend mm-hmm. you, dear. But you really did. And, like – like, you know, uh Susan, of course, like the glint in her eyes. She's like, I know what you're I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. But Sydney, he just kind of yeah. stands there and then Charlotte gets teary-eyed and leaves. And Sydney goes after her. And yes. she's just like, What do what you want bad? from me? What do you want? Like, go to Miss Campion. Like, like I don't know yeah, what you just want. Leave and- me alone. And it's so devastating. And then of course Mr. Stringer sees this as well. And he's witnessing this, like the girl that he is infatuated with, realizing that she has feelings for Sydney and there's something going on there. And it's just like right. oh, there's so many emotions going on in the scene. So what's going on? It's, it's I just one that, of the scenes I'm, where I like really, really, my heart was just kind of breaking. I was just like, I no. Sydney, <laughs> come so to your senses. And so. I love we have this little side
1: conversation between Mr. Stringer and um, between Charlotte. And, and basically Charlotte confesses she has feelings for someone else who doesn't feel for him or whatever. And there was one moment and somewhere in there, and I'm not sure exactly it's during all the stuff that's going on. Sydney congratulates him and he's like, That wasn't the prize I was after. You know, yes. and just takes his hand, like walks off. And Sydney's like, Oh, it's Charlotte. You know, Charlotte is what he was hoping wanted. to
0: impress. Yes. Right,
1: right, right. But Sydney's exactly. Got her so to conclude, basically what happens is everything's a huge success. Sydney is like on the verge. He tells Charlotte he wants to speak with her about something. And then in the middle of the night, Mr. Shringer's father. Um, accidentally sets fire to the entire resort. It burns everything. Okay, yes. like all so. Of the this buildings. of course
0: comes at at the point where Sydney. It's like Sydney's going to propose to Charlotte. Like we all know it. We talk it. to her, He's going to propose to her. That's yeah. What he was going we to all do. fucking know it. But then all of a sudden, this fire starts happening, and we get to a point where it's so sad though too because not only is it very poignant for Tom who's losing a lot of money and we'll get into that in a I mean, second, right. but it's also Mr. Stringer. Um, he and his dad had just gotten into a fight and about oh, how God. Mr. Stringer's it's kind of taking on airs, being more self-important because he got um, picked to have like an apprenticeship away in the city and right. his father right. didn't want him to, to leave. So learn. of course he was lashing out at his son for leaving him, What not and like oh we're not good enough for you you want to go hang around with those people that you're going to the ball with tonight and whatever and so those were like the final words that he had for his father and it was very devastating so devastating it was was so sad it was just like broke my fucking heart and i just need and so of course he wasn't going to take the apprenticeship after all this happened but not only that but tom who has been struggling (laughs) he doesn't ensure the Building Sydney's like, Oh, well, the insurance will pay for that, and he's like, <laughs> It would if I had it. And Tom has been struggling this entire season with um, yeah. being able to even pay the work finances. It is right. just he's yeah. not the finance guy, and he's just not been handling yeah. it well. And sadly enough, yeah. he is in extreme debt. Extreme, debt. Oh, yeah. like extreme everyone, debt. because it. Arthur it makes, Arthur yeah. offers to to have his like inheritance. Like I'll give it to you, Tom, and Tom's like, yeah. "Thank you so much," but that doesn't even cover it like at all, and yeah. it's just so yeah. sad. And so Sydney is the one that was like, "I'm gonna go Sydney to town said, and I'm gonna see if I can out. figure this out." And then he tells oh, Charlotte, "Oh my god!" Hey, and I knew it. <laughs> hey, I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back, and we can finish our conversation. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I tell knew him, what was going to happen. Tell him about
0: when Sydney comes back. So Sydney returns, and when he
1: returns, everyone is excited. Tom is ecstatic. All of the money, everything is going to be taken care of. And of course, of course, as everyone is leaving the room, Sydney looks at Charlotte, and his face just falls because let's just let's just figure out how he is able to manage this financial feat. But by agreeing to marry Mrs. Campion and all of her wealth in order yeah. to save Tom. So the very end is he stops the carriage. and She's returning as home. She's, as Charlotte is returning home. She's returning back home. Um, and he stops the carriage on the cliffside where they had their first kiss. Thank you very much. And their only kiss. Um, and basically tells her, I couldn't let you go without talking to you. Please don't hate me. I don't love her. There's just, I was going to propose, but this was the only way I could do it. So there's this devastating heart wrenching scene between them where Charlotte's like, I forgive you. There's nothing to forgive.
0: Yes, you know, I know why he did it. I understand the love of a family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. She definitely forgives, but, the but time, the, both no, their hearts like are broken. They're both giving their up their love. Broken. They're giving up their yes. They're giving up their love, and I cannot stand so, it. Like this. Is what, like what's so sad oh. is the potential for season two is how does he get out of this yes. engagement with Miss Campion? You know what I'm saying? I know, and there's just so much more to explore. And this is I even feel like why the sister. Her,
1: may have come her sister might have come into play like they had been pen pal writing I feel like there would have been more you know to the next season bringing in new characters and finding out how they're gonna they're gonna have to bump into each other in London somehow you know and I don't know how it
0: would play out I just feel like I I just feel like I'm one of the most interesting and, and intriguing parts about their not being a season two is like how do they resolve it you know what I'm saying because like we said there was only one character that we feel like we got a resolution I really want to talk about Esther before we do sign off because she was my favorite character from season one because of the reason why she gets like a full arc but Yes. There's just so much potential. There's so much untapped stories to be told. Yeah. Like, I want more of Charlotte and Susan hanging out together and Susan taking Charlotte under yeah. her wing. And I just feel like that relationship would have come into play in season two. And, you yeah. know, so as some of you may know, I'm a huge fan of Laura Olympus and The main character, Persephone, she struggles with um, feeling that she is inadequate in the face of all these um, Olympians who are very sophisticated. They have access to technology. And Persephone thinks of herself as this stupid village girl whenever she does something that's super naive that all the other characters be like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe you didn't know that. So that's how I feel about Charlotte. And like Charlotte starts off that way, like, you know, talking about her not thinking about herself like, oh, I'm a little bit naive. Eva had got got something to learn and like I was just so excited to see her blossom and I feel like Mm -hmm. we barely scratched the surface and it was very sad to yeah think about we would never see her like explore you know her potential
1: and that's and that's what was so devastating to me I was upset I'm not kidding you for like two or three days I was just furious because it's like this has so much potential and it is so rich and the story is so good. Like I don't even understand the network saying it didn't get enough ratings. I, because I, it's everywhere in America, like everywhere. Everybody I know, everybody I it was don't know, so talking about.
0: Good, how great it was. and you know what? The best thing about it is, if um, your friend is correct, and the reason why the UK didn't very much enjoy season one is because of the Edward and Esther thing. I think that it was resolved in such a good way because both Clara and Edward Denham were basically right. booted out. Um they were right. late Lady Denham is on her deathbed. She's like having like this fucking stroke, okay? And Clara mm-hmm. makes a deal with Edward being like, "Hey, I'll take a percentage of the inheritance and you and Esther can have this percentage of the inheritance." And she sleeps with Edward. Edward just like takes his opportunity to sleep with um Clara even though he claims to Esther that, you know, he's in love with her. And Clara basically tells Esther. So Esther is actually devastated because she's just like, oh, the person that I thought loved me right. is just kind of using me and he's dealing with Clara and not even telling me. And so she's on Lady Denham's deathbed. She's confessing, mm-hmm. you know, how unhappy she is uh-huh. and about how this this life is hell how and she terrible. hopes that Lady Lady Denim right. actually finds peace and happiness in heaven and it's so great because right. as soon as it, one of the most heartfelt speeches of season one and as soon as she was saying this I was like was. please have her coherent enough to hear her no, please and that's let her hear her and
1: be- Yes, yes, and yes, Lady Denim was. Was makes a
0: miraculous recovery she hears every fucking thing that Esther says, and she disinherits Edward Denham, and she throws out Clara, yeah. and she has Esther as her only benefactor, which is and absolutely amazing. It was yeah. and
1: let's just poetic, say, poetic justice. It was. It was beautiful. It was perfect. The other thing that we didn't mention much because there's so much to talk about here. There's so much to talk that about. One of Sy- one of Sydney's best friends is Babington. Lord Babington. Lord Babington has been wooing Esther and after her from the beginning. And these quiet moments between them where Esther laughs. <gasps> She laughs wow. and she goes, I for she says, I forgot what that felt like, like laughing yes. and smiling. He's and like, Lord happy. Babington
0: is like you bringing know? her to life and showing her that Edward's like devious and conniving nature yeah. is not yes. all that she is. Like he it's has toxic. molded He's Esther a- into this yes. toxic person and Lord Babington is this light and fun person. And there's this really yeah. affecting scene where Lord Babington proposes to Esther Again, and she was just yes. like, I'll, "I'll probably never love you the way that you love me." And he's like, "I don't care. I love you." You know, he oh, basically he's so just throwing like, himself at her. She's like, "I don't yeah. feel as strongly as you do." And he's like, "I don't give yeah. a fuck. I love yeah. you, and I will and, make you happy. And that's my only goal is to make you happy." Yeah. And. I and think that end, was one of the most powerful her. relationships, and they get married. What it was, it, was so it, it was? They get married, oh and she God. is like. It's the only
1: time. The wedding is the only time we see her just beaming with joy, just just completely overwhelmed with joy. It was you know, with the body. best was character so
0: arc, honestly, because I told it you yet I was like. I don't like Esther whenever I first started watching it. Because I had I a couple complaints whenever I first started watching it. I was like, Yeah, <laughs> not only did I not like Esther, one of my complaints about the show, which I love the show, I very much enjoyed the characters, was the shaky cam and the close-ups. I can't stand that. I was like, why is this? <laughs> but the characters are so intriguing that I kind of like set that aside and I was like, okay, don't yeah. let it bother you, Justin. Just like focus on the characters. And I was able to do that. But seriously, <laughs> please, who who the fuck shot this thing? (laughs) But anyway, um, so Esther was one of the most – I was like, I don't like her. She is everything that's wrong with the world. I was like, she is such a bitch. But then she turns out to be my favorite character of season one. Like, that's amazing writing. That is amazing writing. It
1: was was awesome writing. That's why I can't believe that there's not going to be a second one, y'all. We just have to pray that there is going to be a second one. I need it. I need it so bad. Can can they start a GoFundMe? I mean, like, this is – so much I potential. Just, I they're just they're, they're actually Facebook. They're Facebook groups built off begging. And I actually I somehow wound up in one, and also somebody posted <laughs> today. Here's the here's the address of the network to like send letters bombard and bombard them, them tell whatever. Them we and I'm just need like, oh my too. god, where are we going? <laughs> but so there are a lot of people that want to. No, so just seriously, and pray we have not gotten our HEA for Charlotte and Sydney, and we have to have it. We have to have it. You know, I mean, it's just. Listen,
0: if if, if there's going to be like 12 years between Incredibles 1 and Incredibles 2, I feel like we can you know. hold out for a season two of Santa Go yeah, I'll
1: on. wait. I'll be here give for us it. One if more
0: season. They yeah. can do it in one yeah. season. They can do yeah. it. They can, yeah. especially I'm, I'm since, especially since if we call, we already called the characters. We don't have um Edward. We don't have Clara. And right. Esther's happy, so we don't have to focus on her as much. Yeah. um The sister Diane. Parker, she really didn't have much to do so she can go. And if we just focus on, like, Sam and Sydney and Charlotte, like, having those characters have a time to shine and, of course, Mr. Stringer because he has to have an HEA after all of the shit that he's I see. I felt
1: like he was headed to London. Sydney is going back to London. I just felt like Charlotte and maybe her sister were going to go to London with another family or something and all wound up in the same place, you know? Like, I just...
0: Felt like this is what was going to happen. <laughs> now I, I don't, don't know. know. but I definitely, I definitely have a lot of scenarios that could play out. Yeah. And um, yeah. I'm just so interested. Oh, yeah. you oh, guys, you just hope you at guys this point. ideas how you think that it could play out, let us know in the comments of this episode. Yeah. Because, oh, my God, there's so yeah. much potential. And it's yeah. not over. I'm just holding out hope that it's not over. Yeah, Even though say it's all not 20, it's to over, be continued. I don't care. I'm being optimistic and saying <laughs> To be continued. It's continued to be continued. <laughs> all right, guys. So we hope that you enjoyed this mini so that's actually just kind of coming out as like a regular episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, am- I know. <laughs> we just really wanted to talk about this. We knew we were going to talk about it for a long time. I so know we've all, minisode... we've all been cooped up binge watching. So <laughs> exactly, it's exactly. It's like minisode content, but episode length right. and coming out right. on a wednesday so, you know exactly full-on episode but it's so many so so guys we'll see you next week and it's going to be our first book review of april and it'll be kiss of the demon king and um be on the lookout for our april sode. i'm not revealing what it is yet but i hope you'll like it <laughs> thanks so much for listening this goes out to all the fangirls life's better with a little hea